It's 5 to 10, an extraordinary development in the United States. The United States Speaker has been voted out of office. Kevin McCarthy voted out of office. First time in United States history. And we'll bring you more on the story after 11. We were talking about it uh, just yesterday, I think. Uh, that a small group of Republicans were likely to move on this, but it must have involved some Democrats voting for this as well. We'll bring you all the details after 11. Bernard Keane, just a cameo from you this morning. Bernard's in Australia. He's politics editor of Australia's crikey website. Four and a half millionths of brilliance. Where would you like to start? (laughs) Um, Good morning. Well, let's start with, I think let's start with foreign students in Australia because that's a, that's an issue that's that's a really big sleeper issue here in Australia, and it's starting to get more and more attention. Not 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 hostility to foreign students or or um, sort of a, you know a negative side, but the fact that Australia is really is addicted to foreign students in a way that no other country is. But there's just been a been a new report come out from from one of our best think tanks, uh, independent think tanks, this week about it's it's specifically about graduate foreign students, but but it's it's shone a light on just how massive uh, foreign students are now. I know New Zealand has a lot of foreign students by uh, by the you know comparison with the UK or the US. Australia's got proportionally double the number of foreign students that New Zealand has. So we've got about six hundred and fifty thousand foreign students um, uh, learning and working in Australia. Most of those are at universities. A lot of doing vocational education. This is a record. It's it's just bounced back to this sort of level after the pandemic. Um, but this is, they, they provide about $10 billion worth of tuition fees to our universities. And uh, they are absolutely crucial to the way that the higher education system in Australia works. And we've ended up with this situation where we really are very reliant on a source of revenue that as we discovered during the pandemic and with you know during the course of our turbulent relations with China can be very very fragile and i think we're starting to think a lot about just what this means not just for our university sector our, our much underfunded university sector but uh, but more broadly because 650,000 people is a lot of people to house to provide infrastructure for and of course they provide a very significant economic benefit just quickly, let's get the latest on bushfire risk, please, Bernard. So we uh, we we recently, I think it was last week, uh, the, the 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 meteorological bureau here declared an El Nino. Finally, it seems like everyone we're sort of catching up to everyone else in the world. We've had three sort of wet years. So after the Black Summer bushfires uh, back in at the start of 2020, we went straight into a La Nina, which meant three wet years since then, which has uh, I, I guess inured us a bit to to bushfire risk. We haven't really dealt with bushfires now since the Black Summer period, but in the interval, we've had all this rain. We've had a really significant expansion of, of what they call the fuel loads across the country because of all the growth that that um, that that rain has generated. And I think there's a lot of worry, quite rightly, that we are going to go into a very nasty bushfire period. We're already seeing a lot of bushfires in Australia. The weather here at the start of spring has just been ridiculously hot. I mean, uh, I think we really are starting to confront the fact that that uh, global warming and the warming that's going on specifically here in Australia isn't just a matter of fractions of degree, it's whole degrees 
Um, and, uh, you know, we're already seeing the traditional terms that we've come to associate with bushfires here in Australia. You know, radio bulletins, emergency radio bulletins, people being told to watch and wait or then to act, to, to evacuate or to stay in place. All those what are now familiar tropes for Australians are uh, once again being bled across our radios. And it's I think this is the future for Australia, uh, not merely in summer, but in spring, that, uh, that Australians are going to have to deal with constant bushfire threats. Bernard, thank you for your time. Bernard is politics editor of Australia's crikey website.